For more resources, visit rymonline.org. The Local Youth Worker is a daily podcast that's centered on five questions each week. Ranging from the practical to the professional, we're looking for answers to the questions you're asking. Whether you're in full-time, part-time, or even volunteer youth ministry, this podcast is for you. Hey, everybody. Uh, Welcome back to the Friday show. Uh, Katie, thanks so much for taking time all this week to answer the questions and uh, just pass along all that the Lord's taught you in in ministry. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, for sure. Uh, this last question has to do with books. Uh, we believe we're to be lifelong students, and so we want to encourage people to continue to read, to continue to learn. Um, so the question is, what books outside of the Bible have been most influential in your life? And then um, after that, you can tell us some of the books that you're currently reading. Okay. Um, I was super excited about this question because I have read more in the last year and a half since I took over this position um, I think that I have read um, in a very long time, <laughs> if ever. So um, I grew up Catholic. Um, so and like I said earlier in the week, I have no training in theology or in youth ministry other than how to work with kids. Um, so I have I felt like I had a ton of catch up to do yeah. um, as far as just learning about. Um, scripture. I mean, obviously I, you know, being growing up Catholic, I was in church and I heard from scripture, but I didn't study scripture like I should have been. Um, so just, I felt like I had to play catch up and then just learning, um, you know, switching from Catholic to Protestant learning. Okay. What does it mean to be reformed? What, you know, what does it mean to be a Calvinist? What do all of these things, what are Mm -hmm. the doctrines of grace? What do these things mean? Mm -hmm. Um, Thankfully, I have a pastor who is a major bookworm, and one of the things that has been super helpful to me um, is we do, like, we read books and then do, like, a little book discussion. Um, So that has been super beneficial because it's given me a chance to read a lot that I wouldn't have otherwise. Um, So as far as a book that's been super influential, um, I guess in my life, specifically relating to ministry, um, one of the books that my pastor had me read, well, that we read together, um, was called Giving Up Gimmicks, hmm. uh, Reclaiming Youth Ministry from an Entertainment Culture yeah. um, by Brian Cosby. This book was so helpful um, and just reminded me to take the focus off of um, just trying to get kids here and entertain them to death. Like I felt like for a while I had to always be doing something flashy or, Mm -hmm. you know, saying the right cool words that they were using. Like I had to totally relate to them on their level. Um, and I do, um, definitely to an extent, but, um, I needed to take the focus off of that and focus on a means of grace, gospel centered ministry, Mm -hmm. um, and building relationships with my kids. Um, Instead of trying, I was trying too hard to just be their friend and not that I don't want to be their friend because I do, but that's not my only purpose in building these relationships. I want to be, um, I don't want to say an authority figure because that's not the right word. Um, I want to be a role model for them and I want to 
um, share in this journey with them and I want to teach them and guide them uh, and challenge them and, and all of those things. So yes, we have fun and we screw around. Don't get me wrong. We definitely do our fair <laughs> share of getting off topic. My uh, Sunday night, just this past Sunday night, I had a high school Bible study at a Culver's and somehow we went from reading um, about the resurrection to stacking salt and pepper shakers. I'm not sure how that happened, <laughs> um, but we certainly do enough screaming around. Um, but taking the focus off of entertainment mm-hmm. and trying to just entertain them and make, you know, pretend that I'm cool mm-hmm. um, because I'm really not that cool um, and just focus on, okay, these kids need to hear the gospel over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And that needs to be my number one priority. So that book, um, again, giving up gimmicks, reclaiming youth ministry from an entertainment culture by Brian Cosby. Fantastic. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, that's really a must read. I mean, for anyone in youth ministry, um, it's a book every youth worker needs to have, needs to read through and, you know, reference back, um, for sure. Uh Um, because there will yeah, be that temptation, uh, to kind of keep going back to the entertainment style youth ministry Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, the world can entertain them far better than we can. Um, Absolutely. So we're going to, we're going to lose at that if we, if that's what we make our ministry about. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I'm not really that cool. So eventually I'm going to run out <laughs> of things to entertain them with. And then they're just going to go back to their Fortnite and <laughs> Snapchat and whatever else they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So that book has been huge in my, in my ministry life. Um, as far as my personal life, um, a book that I actually am just like just finishing reading um, is called "Just Do Something" by Kevin DeYoung. Yeah, I have spent a considerable amount of time um, in my twenties trying to answer the question, "What is God's will for my life, and what am I supposed to be doing? What is my purpose?" And none of those are bad questions to answer or to ask. But what I have learned, what Kevin has so lovingly helps me learn by smacking me across the face with a pillow, (laughs) basically, as he is so good at doing, um, is that God's number one desire for my life and will for my life is my sanctification to his glory. Mm. While he cares about the decisions that I make, um, what he cares most about is that the decisions that I make and the way I'm living my life um, brings him glory and that I'm doing it in a righteous way. Wasting my life not doing anything or afraid to make a decision because it isn't God's will for my life um, is not good. God gave us gifts and talents and things that he wants us to use. Exactly. And sitting around waiting, even if you clothe it in um, trying to be spiritual, oh, well, I'm, I've prayed about it and God just hasn't answered my prayer. Or, you know, I just don't think this is what God wants for me. That's no, like God wants you to make decisions that will bring him glory. He wants your sanctification first. He doesn't care past that. Um, as long as you are making decisions that align with that, he's okay with it. Um, yes, there might be times where he, you know, speaks to you in a very direct way. Like he did several times in the, in the scriptures, Um, but that's not always the case. God has given us the ability to make decisions. He gave us a brain for a reason. Um, and while we never want to make, you know, rash decisions, um, you definitely want to make sure you're seeking wisdom from scripture, um, pursuing counsel from people who 
are further down the road than you and that you respect and trust. Um, and obviously spending time with, in prayer is important, but at the end of the day, God gave us the ability to make decisions. And as long as what we're choosing is godly, he'll be pleased with our decision. Yeah. I mean, that, that book is was such a refreshing book. I mean, yeah, just it, it took a lot of the kind of mystery out of, you know, how people talked about and thought about God's will. Um, yes. And I've said this before, but Kevin DeYoung, he, he's such a brilliant scholar, mm-hmm. but he can communicate yes. in such a clear and easy, yes. accessible way. Um, so, yeah, that's that's definitely another must own. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love people who are um, straight shooters, and that's, I think, one of the, my favorite things about Kevin DeYoung is he will smack you super hard with the truth <laughs> uh, and back it up with scripture and the theology, um, but he wraps it in love in a way that you're like, oh, thanks, Kevin. I needed that. Um, so, yeah. Exactly. Was, yeah. Yeah, that was definitely, definitely a, a one I would recommend, especially for people who are, you know, kind of in that, that weird limbo phase, you know, where they're not really sure what they want to do when mm-hmm. they grow up because I'm almost 30 and there's still days I'm like, I'm not really sure what I'm doing here. <laughs> um, but I just keep trying to, you know, and everything that I do glorify God and mm-hmm. trust him to take care of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Another, another good one for sure. Did you have any others? Oh, I'm sure I could list several others. Um, what about some of the ones you're reading right now? Um, the ones that I am reading right now, um, I'm reading several right now. Um, I'm reading James Montgomery Boyce, um, both the doctrines of grace and whatever happened to the gospel of grace. Um, my pastor and I started reading the doctrines of grace because I was interested in, um, learning more about Calvinism and kind of the history behind it. I am not a very big history buff. Um, and I need to be better at that, especially when it comes to church history. So mm-hmm. that was one that he recommended. Um, so we've been reading that one together. But then he said, oh, by the way, there's this other one that's kind of like the prequel, I guess you could say, to that one. Um, whatever happened to the Gospel of Grace, which um, he had read when he was preaching a series on the five solas. Um, so I've gone back and I'm trying, to, I'm trying to read both at the same time, which is about making my brain explode. Um, <laughs> But they're both very, very good. Um, and then the other one that we're reading is called Tactics. Hmm. Um, it's by Gregory, I don't know how you say his last name, Kokel, K-O-U-K-L. Uh, Lee Strobel did the foreword for it. Okay. Um, but it's a book basically on apologetics and um, kind of a game plan for discussing your Christian beliefs. Hmm. Um, and it's super, super practical. Um, I'm hoping at some point to use a lot of what I've learned in there and kind of do a little series with my kids, um, probably next year, obviously, mm-hmm. on apologetics. Because uh, we talk about, uh, yeah, you know, Great Commission, we need to go out and spread the word, and the kids know that. But I don't think they really understand just how to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that book has a lot of really great practical application, which is always super helpful. Obviously, having the the philosophy behind things is great, but... Um, the practical application piece is super helpful. Mm. 
Well, those are some excellent titles uh, for sure. And uh, shocking, I don't think Boyce, James Montgomery Boyce, has, has been brought up on the podcast yet, but he's a guy you know, that, that's obviously a notable theologian, um, uh-huh. has impacted a lot. And so anyway, it's good to hear him, his name on the yeah. podcast. So yeah, there's some, some good titles. Yeah. Like I said, my brain sometimes feels like it's going to explode, but <laughs> it's good. I need it. Yeah. I need to be learning. Definitely. We need to be stretched for sure. Absolutely. Well, Katie, once again, uh, thanks so much for taking uh, time out to talk with us. I know any every youth worker is busy, has a lot on your plate. So, um, anyway, thanks for taking the time out. Not a problem. Thank you. Thanks so much for tuning in this week to the local youth worker. As always, we hope you've been encouraged and equipped in your call as youth workers. If you take time to rate this podcast on iTunes, it would greatly help us. As always, we want to thank Joe Deegan for providing the music and encourage you to go out and purchase his newest CD, Cover and Title Page, which you can find at iTunes. See you guys next week. Have a great weekend. Oh, come and buy without money. Oh, come and feast without pay. Yes.